Welcome to the Good Family Podcast. This is your host, Travis. And Casey Wilson. And Danny Antoine. <laughs> that was strong. <laughs> it's, it's been a minute. Yes. Goodness gracious. I hit the wrong button recording. Y'all weren't here for it. I hit like some audio music intro instead of record. That Yes, you did. How are you guys? Doing awesome. Summer camp is over. It's time to go into a new phase of life. Let's do this. <laughs> you know what I like? I like you were you were boasting about summer camp's over, a little break, the kids, and like the next it was maybe an hour later, an ad came out and it said after school program. <laughs> Dude, that's easy compared to summer camp, man. So so let's just run with that. What were some of the highlights of the, the summer school? So many lives changed, man. Like this was one of the best summer camps we've had. You know, in a long, I mean, it was just amazing. The the testimonies of the stories of the kids that were transformed this summer were amazing. Let me preface. So Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. 7 a.m. to 5 p.m.? It was supposed to be 7.30 to 5.30, right? But some of these kids show up at like 6.45, 7 o'clock, <laughs> right? Wow. And they're there every day, all day, 12 weeks, like so every you're, day. You're raising them. It's amazing, man. I mean, I got to... I feel like we got to adopt a couple more kids this summer, my wife and I. But it was, you know, the, the, okay, there's a little girl in particular, man, just dear to my heart, this sweet little girl. She's about 13 and just rough background, but decided to father this child this summer, man, and just the transformation. That's all the staff talked about is how much she changed. Yeah. Oh man, it was it's it's been a beautiful summer, man. And we got to partner with uh with Franklin Covenant, so that was a that was a big deal. It's my first time doing summer camp offsite. Yeah, shout so out to day, FCC. Yes, right? they let us use that church over there. So the parents would drop the kids off there in the morning, and we'd stay there till about two o'clock in the afternoon, and then go back to the karate school. So that actually feeds right into why we're doing this podcast. So this is an episode we want to give you guys an update on what we're calling the Kavod Athletic Compound. And it is a brand new facility. It's not outsiders. It's us. We're looking to build a compound uh, that would have all of these businesses coming together, right? Absolutely. And so, I mean, one of the main reasons was you have this summer summer camp. Well, You've got 120 plus kids, right? Mm-hmm. 150 kids. And in your old facility, you guys were a little squeezed. Everything is just really tight. And I mean, one thing I hate doing is I hate turning kids away. I cannot stand like not having enough room, especially if I know God has something for that child there. So we're just in a place right now where as we've merged together, you know, with Travis and Lydia for Kavod, you know, now we're all going to be under Kavod Athletic Compound. So even I'm still having Danny Antoine's Martial Arts Academy there, but the overarching is Kavod Athletic Compound, which the karate school will be under it. You know, Kavod Fitness will be under it, amongst other things. So that, and it's exciting because what this is only going to feed the community so much more. <laughs> Man, I'm like, I'm so excited, I can't stand it. <laughs> A giant home is literally huge. Is is the the idea behind it? And yeah. and what's so cool is, I mean, we just ran into this the other day out on the football field. <clears throat> This this part isn't cool, but so many of the of the kids on the football field have grandparents raising them because their parents are absent, yeah. or either mom is in jail and dad is kind of getting his life together, or both parents are in jail and yeah. they're trying to place this kid somewhere, yeah. or th- they've lost their dad and he's out there trying to figure out how to be a man, how to be a young boy. The coaches are pouring into him, which is a beautiful thing, but I'm like this kid only plays football. What is he doing now? What is he doing when football's over? Right. So obviously, you know about this, Casey. We've been talking with Kavod family on trying to get a 
after school program that's strength and conditioning biased with some teenagers and we're working on how to set it up potentially it being free just scholarships and donations where we have leaders and coaches year round all school year figuring out how to do it in the summer where we just love on these kids and and these and these boys that don't have fathers and don't have parents that they don't have parents they can come in here and feel loved and be a part of something they can play sports Kavod Athletic Compound, we're going to make them stronger and more explosive, but also teach them life, teach them a bigger picture of stuff. And if we do that, we're going to run out of room in my facility. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's why we need this bigger one. Well, well, underneath your facility now, let's just run down through that, okay? What all is taking place inside Kavod Fitness today, where we are today out on Olco? What's going on in this building? Um, we've got group classes that, I mean, gosh, the ages range from probably 16 up to 60s of just like a normal CrossFit styled kind of class. And that's all, all day. There's seven or eight classes of those throughout the and day. And if you've never heard of CrossFit style, what, what do you mean by that? Um, cardio built in with weightlifting, built in with body weight stuff. You're, you're moving for an hour and it's, it's, everybody is able to come into class, whether you're a monster, whether you're day one beginner, you've never done it in your life. And one class, everyone in the same yep, room. You're fist bumping, having fun, listening to loud music, laughing the whole time. Okay. So yeah, that's what it's like. You walk in the room, there's 20 plus people, something like that. And everyone's following a class and a workout that you've built or a coach has designed. And then the coach stays there and walks around to make sure everyone is safe, mm-hmm. healthy, moving well, that kind of thing, right? Yep. And we've got personal training that, I mean, literally whatever your goal is, we've got a trainer that'll help get you there. We've got nutrition from the most involved thing to a kind of a broad overview. We've got um, strength and conditioning class, volleyball specific stuff, softball specific stuff. We've got boxing. I mean, the youngest kid in here boxing, I think, is four. And then we've got a long, we call it our longevity class. It's basically like 55 and up. The probably the youngest is probably in the mid fifties and the oldest is somewhere in the eighties. And they come in and oh my, they have the most fun. Like literally (laughs) the music is blaring and they are holding, they have their arms locked and they're kicking. I don't know what that, what that, you know what I'm talking about, right? They're kicking. Yeah. Cause I've got video of my mom doing that. Oh my goodness. They're they're having a good time. They're dancing and they do a version of, what the rest of us do workout wise, but they have way more fun. Yes, they do. And we've gotten to see so many cool stories of people who like, as they've aged, their, their community, their friends have kind of, I don't want to say left, but like they don't interact as much because they're not as active and out in the community as much. So this is a time where they get to come in and listen to music from their time frame, catch up with friends from their age. And then they tell memories and stories and they crack up. And we've had a ton of people come in on canes or on walkers, on medications, and then they're they're leaving now without a cane, and they're off their medications, and they're going out to eat with lunch with all the girls, and they've got their community back, and they're, they walk by, and they're heckling so us, and it's just so cool to see. So CrossFit Cavode uh, is – or Cavode Fitness is not just your 20-plus freak athletes that walk in the door. Oh, my gosh. That's the minority, honestly. I, our average age is probably mid-40s. We've got some younger, but it's definitely mid-40s, and then we go up into the 80s. And Demograph, you have a lot of business owners, right? I mean, Stay-at-home moms, I mean, everything in here. Okay, and that's everything. the fun. I mean, you yeah. get to come in and sweat with maybe even your doctor or with a friend or your, uh, your insurance yeah. agent or, or whoever it is, right? First responders, all, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. One big family. 
Okay, so inside this building, you've got in boxing. You you mentioned on that, right? Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epps runs the boxing club. Yes, he's a full time boxing close coach in house, also strength and uh, conditioning training coach. Yep. Okay, but he inherited he inherited Reggie Holland's boxing gym, right? Yes, uh, I Ms. mean that's Tam- major. Yeah. That's Miss Tammy asked so him awesome. to carry on that legacy, and they they kind of said that Reggie that Reggie and Tammy knew that Jeff was going to be the next person to kind of run with it before it happened. And Jeff was like, what? (laughs) I mean, we have, I don't know what episode it is, but he kind of goes in more depth of that. But yeah, that ring, Reggie's rings in here. And a lot of Reggie's old guys are in here still going at it with Jeff. And, um, See, we got to take that longevity class and get them in that ring doing the shuffle, and then this could really make some. Oh my god! Then it's on. (laughs) Then it's on. And we've got also a uh, we call it a sisters and sweat class. It was it's like a mama's class. Um, We have one of our coaches that specializes in pre and post uh, natal coaching, but also it's just like a woman's class for them to come and be around other women. A lot of a lot of them either stay at home or they have jobs that they're at their house, so they don't get a chance to fellowship as well. So they come, they hang out, and it's so cool because when the class is over, we have a, a kid's room, and all the kids open the door, and it's like a, a, a slow moment in our gym, and those kids bust open the door, and they all just sprint into the gym screaming, ah! and they're in the boxing ring, they're on our rings, they're on the turf, they're jumping over hurdles, they're throwing PVCs like mom does. It's super cool to see. So that is for, for moms that are pregnant that are wanting to stay active, stay healthy? Or, or just ladies, period? too. We got just no, no moms, just just a normal lady coming in there, okay. hanging out. Yep. But it's it's only women that are set apart. Correct. That's awesome. Okay, I'm trying to think what else is going on in here that we need to mention. That's a um, ton. It's a lot. I mean, one of the things I want to highlight, I mean, in this community, sports is obviously huge, you know, and something that we're working heavily on right now is introducing the community truly the sport aspect of the martial arts. You know, you look at, we got, right now we currently have 30 kids, you know, on our uh, tournament team. You know, and we're actually within the next month or so, we're going to push that number to 50. So we have 50 kids that travel around going to these tournaments. Some of these kids right now, man, are grabbing a hold of this. And this is like this is their sport. That's what they you love. see what I'm saying. And it's different because it's not football. It's not soccer. It's not what everyone is used to here. But now it's finally get to that place where so many in the community are realizing so many of these parents are realizing like, you know, little Johnny, man, just wants to do forms. You know, this one just wants to do point fighting. You know what I mean? And they're traveling around going to these tournaments and the camaraderie and how the families are coming together to actually make that happen is so phenomenal. So it's a lot. It's a lot to be excited about. You know, and the more I think about all of us being under one roof. I just I can't even fully imagine the impact of what this is going to look like. Yeah. You know, I have a I have a buddy of mine, Brian uh, Penna. He's got an amazing karate school down in Columbia. And um just like me, he's got such a love for law enforcement, you know. And so he when he built his new facility, he gave me the most amazing idea. And so within this new facility what we're trying to build right now, I would love for that to be a hangout slash decompressing place for first responders to get to just come in and hang out. You know what I'm saying? Get you some coffee, just relax, kick your feet up between shifts or, you know, while you're on call, just get to be in just an awesome environment where we just get to be, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I feel like this is going to be way more than just what can be advertised on any piece of paper. The same way all these years between the karate school and, you know, Travis's gym, there's so much more that happens there than what can ever be placed on any one piece of paper. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where you just got to say, come and see, right? Just come, come be a part of it. <laughs> I come, like that. Come, come catch some of this flavor. 
And so you're also over at the, the karate studio. You help out coaching or at least provide a place for the volleyball girls, right? At the high school, they come over and get training and instruction on certain things with you. What we're actually doing right now is I've been working with the cheerleaders for quite some time. Okay. So we're working with the cheerleaders, um, with the high school cheerleaders. Yeah. And, uh, we, uh, we actually got approached. We got a kind of email sent to me or a message sent to me by one of the kids, one of the young girls, uh, cheerleading teams. That wants to be able to come in because we just basically we help them learn how to tumble, um, and we're just that we it's not just a learning how to tumble, it's just like with the karate kids, just doing life with them on top of everything that we're trying to teach them. So in this new facility, uh, we're going to have a corner or a portion of that that is set up for the karate, uh, mm-hmm. but next to that we want to be able to provide some volleyball courts yep. so they can actually, you know, the volleyball club. Yes. Alex and the new Kavod family or Kavod volleyball club can can run and have a space, but you're also going to be able to use that. And the cheerleaders can get in yeah. there and they can do their forms and tumbling. They and so it's much more room. There. Cause exactly. I mean, look at it. Like, I mean, the cheerleaders right now, you know, most of the time they're meeting in the cafeteria, man. You see what I'm saying? Like there's nowhere for them to go and just, and it's not just them. How many other sports and how many other kids here that have things that they're trying to get into, but there's nowhere for them to meet. There's nowhere for them to go. You know, and it's like pulling teeth trying to find somewhere just to practice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's 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 going to fill in. The facility itself and the grounds itself is going to fill in a lot of gaps you and, know, that we have in the community right now. And right now where Kavod Fitness is located, it's right next to the Greenway, but our access to the Greenway is a little rough. It's a little grown up and hard to manage. But I hear so many of the ladies talk about how nervous they are going on the Greenway at certain times. There's, there's you know, dark spots or shades. There's some homeless people here and there, whatever. Um, what we also want to offer this this new place that we have is an outdoor, like, n- nature trail, for lack of a better word, but a way that they can walk or run outside, but it's in a safe community surrounded by people surrounded by people coming and going the whole time it's lit up you can see everything so it would be more than just inside the four walls too yeah. we want to have a playground on place on on the grounds because right. all the karate kids are everywhere you know so but, but either but actually i mean it's going to double as that because i mean you think for any families that are in the neighborhood there where we have the facility they have access to it you know, the kids have access to the playground, you know, you know, the family's got access to the walking trail, you know, um, even your, you know, I mean, you're for your older crowd, you know, for your 55 plus. I mean, goodness gracious, you got that nature trail. You have classes that are specifically for them. We might bring in the pickleball court. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So for all of you that have been contacted me about pickleball, pickleball, yes, we're looking at actually adding some pickleball courts in this as well. So we want to get in on that. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. I mean, imagine it's three o'clock in the afternoon. Your kids got out of school. They still want to be a part of athletics, sports, something. You drive them over to this facility. They get dressed for karate, right? They walk in the locker rooms rather than just getting dressed in the car or the hallway yeah. or in the parking lot now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they walk in the locker rooms. They get to put on their uni. They walk out and they go to class. Yep. And at the same time, if you're a parent, you either get to sit down, have a cup of coffee, socialize and talk with a friend, yeah. walk around, maybe walk over and do open if you gym, go work out, yeah. right? You know, and just walk over right and there. work out on some machines, different things, or jump into a class, right? And so there'll be options. I mean, one of the biggest things for family was everyone spread so thin that we would love to create 
in a home in an, an environment, environment to where it, it it's efficient and it works with family. It's not Pretty swallowing your your entire evening, but it it's fruitful in that moment that you're there, right? Exactly. You're not driving around from one place to the next. It's like everything is just right there. Yeah. So that equals more family time, more quality time with family, which ultimately is what we're after. Or you check your kid into a class and then you step out and you walk this nature trail. Lord willing, there's a pickleball courts or some hoops outside that the kids could play on, that kind of thing. We would love at some point to be able to put a playground on this property. <clears throat> Can so- we get some food trucks? <laughs> <clears throat> Seriously, I'm no. just saying. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to rope 828 in and drag them over there and put in a little food Go truck. Go guys, get ready. <laughs> no, who knows? But, but that's the point, right? A property that is enjoyed by families. Absolutely. That's what we want. Absolutely. All ages, all, all encompassing, come and live and enjoy. So if you're, if you're a neighbor to this community, and let me put this back on you, okay? Because right now we're in the process where we have a property that's purchased. It's around 10 acres. Is that correct? Yes. yes. It's between Womack and, and Gulf View, mm-hmm. right? Over mm-hmm. there kind of corner or next to the Trimont. Trimont and yeah, but it's up right against Trimont and kind of stretches out towards the Georgia Road. Um, width-wise, going from Womack Street over to Golf View. Okay. So we're right there by the golf course as well. Yeah, there's that big, huge the golf huge course. Golf course so it's like it's right there. I mean, so you got Trimont on one side. You got the golf course the golf course on another side. And our, so it's right there. And our main goal with that is because obviously I know if I was living there. Actually, I, I did live there a few years ago. You lived over off of Forest, Forest Hills, yeah. And, and the, that, that runs into Womack? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that road is super busy, and then you're like, okay, I, I see all this and all this new life coming in. Oh, my gosh. Am I, is this just going to become a new business in this area? Our goal is not to become a new business in this area. Our goal is to impact the community because literally <clears throat> the reason why we started Kavod, the reason why Danny started the karate school, and the reason why Kavod Family, this nonprofit, exists is to restore the family and transform the community. And we know that we're able to do that by being in the community, by offering, by giving, playgrounds, nature trail, all these different things and these amenities that we can offer. But we know with that will come more traffic, more of this, more of that. And we're definitely not turning a blind eye to that. And we're going to work with all the responsible DOT and everything we need to do to to mitigate that as much as possible and let this just be in in addition to a yeah. benefit for the community versus right. another hurdle or hindrance or problem or eyesore. Right. So we we actually function, I would say, more like a like a YMCA or a school in in our practice in the way that we function mm-hmm. than we do a commercial strip. It makes yeah. sense for us to belong in a community because we love neighbors and we yeah, love people. Totally different. We love than, totally different than being in a commercial strip, and we're closer to. I mean, everything's family-oriented, so we're closer to, like, a school. Like you said, a YMCA, a boys' club. But at the same time, it's not just for kids. It really encompasses the whole family. Just thinking about this, like, everybody that's in the neighborhood, if you have, you know, grandparents in the neighborhood, when their grandkids come and visit them, like, say, in the summer, it's a playground right there. You know, we're living in a time right now where it's so hard to find somewhere that's safe yeah. for kids to go. go and so play. can you imagine us and having a playground right there on those grounds, how safe you and see what I'm saying? Kids, that's going to be for the community. Yeah. Kids can't roam. Like I remember uh-huh. we used to walk around all over town whenever I was younger, but it's different now. So the ability that we could we could set this up in a community and have sidewalks and nature trails and stuff where kids can access this safely, traffic-wise and everything else, but also be on grounds where there's leaders and infrastructure set up where they're safe. Right on. And they have a place to play and be fed and looked after and mentored and discipled and all of that. So we had, I mean, when we first sat down and started drawing up plans, 
uh, we had all kinds of dreams of what we would want on this property. And it was so much fun, right? Yeah. But now we're at this point where we realize that we have to work within the town and we have to l- work mm-hmm. within uh, limitations. And so yeah. we're doing our best. So we don't know exactly what this project or this property is going to look like when we're finished. Mm-hmm. And so our efforts now, we need to run around, get to know the neighbors, talk to them, yes. let them know who we are, and kind of get some input input from the from the neighbors on what they would like to see. Definitely get some input because if there are needs that we can actually meet being in that neighborhood, we absolutely want to be able to do that. Right. You know what I mean? So the best way to do that is to get some input from the neighborhood, you know, from the neighbors in the neighborhood. Like we would love to be able to put a, a large field for kids to come play soccer or practice, that kind be of thing. Awesome. With even maybe uh, a, a somewhat of a track around that, but awesome. that's not totally on us. We don't get to make that call. We have to make sure that that gets approved by the neighborhood, the town, Correct. the city. Yep. And so we're we're kind of dreaming. I mean, we know the essentials of what we want, but we're still in this place where we wanna we want to build a home. We want to build a family for people to be a part of that love, you know, being together. That love these kind of fitness and athletic mm-hmm. opportunities. You know, that love all of that flavored with Jesus and a place where you can go and talk openly about the Lord and who he is and what he's doing in your life, where you could get prayer from your karate coach or or your fitness instructor, right? And and where you can kind of feel like this isn't this isn't temporary. I'm not gonna be here for a year and then remove my membership. This is a place I want to grow up and I want my kids to grow up and be a part of. Yeah, I mean if you think about it, like just for example at a karate school, I mean we're on a second generation of kids. So, which means I've had kids that were there with me since they were four years old. Now they're adults, have their own families. Now I have their kids on the floor. You know what I mean? So we, it's unique for us in that when people are with us, they're there more for a lifetime rather than a season. So kids grow up and, you know, at the karate school. Right. You know, there's so many families and bonds that are formed within, you know, Kavod Fitness there. If you look at the, the culture that, you know, they have at, you know, Kavod Fitness, it's amazing. You know, what happens with families? How many families have been restored as a result of quality? Just something, something as simple as quality time. We, we negate that so much because we're so busy in our busy lives just running around. Like, I mean, we're, it's like, like you know what I mean? You, people move go, to go, a small go, go, go. town. Right, because they want to get out of the city because of the rat race. Well, guess what? We just recreated a rat race in a small town. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got we got to get this thing to where, well, again, we're restoring families. Quality time is one of the major ways to do that. Yeah. You know, where you're not spread too thin. You know, I cannot help but think of how many of the kids that I have at the karate school, I mean, they are running from point A to point B, back to C, bringing it back to D. And it's like, it's in two hours. You know, I don't wonder why these parents are wore out. I mean, some of them pull up in the parking lot. I'm looking at them. I want to go out there and give them a hug. Like, come here, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be awesome, again, just to have everything centralized. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Your kids are taking karate. While that's happening, you get your workout in. Or if you just want to chill out, get something to eat and just relax. Hang out with some friends, you know, and spend some time even with the other kids, you know. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. If you look at it in its entirety, it is really, truly a beautiful environment. How often, Danny, do you get um, people that drop in that just want to watch classes, watch the kids? All the time. Yeah. All the time. And I mean, right now, it, it's really hard because, I mean, I've even opened up my wait, my waiting room to where, right next to my waiting room, I used to have a homework room. So I killed that deal, put the, <laughs> you know, put the homework room somewhere else just so I can use that. And that's still not enough room. I got people outside. 
You know what I mean? But because it's it is it's a good place to just hang out. So one of the last um, graduations that you had, you held it over at. Yeah, we've been fortunate enough. Uh, South Macon, Miss Gwen, she's yes. let us use the the gym over there. You know, and I want I've always wanted to do that because uh, graduation is something I've been wanting to open up to the community. There's so much that happens during a belt graduation that affects so many different people. So it's beautiful when we got to do it in the gym over there. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're going to be partnering with uh, with FCC as well. You know, perhaps sometimes doing some graduations over there. Right. But in a facility like this, man, we get to open this up to the entire community. And so it's multi generational. Absolutely. And so you have the littlest babies rolling around on the ground, and you have grandparents that are coming to see this graduation. It really is yeah. a sweet time. And I mean, and just not just for the graduation. If you think about the age range of everybody that's in the karate school actually doing karate. Yeah. It's from ages from four years old all the way up to their 70s and 80s, and they're doing karate. You see what I'm saying? There's something for everyone on both sides of the facility. I'm telling you, it's amazing. So, gentlemen, is this a private public venture? Is this something that we're, you know, uh, does the town, I mean, this is a private private venture that we're doing, right? Correct. And so if you have enjoyed the community over at Danny Antoine's, if you've enjoyed the community over at Kavod Fitness, if you've enjoyed that experience, this is just going to be a much larger expression of that. Absolutely. Okay. That That's what we're after. That's not going to change. No. We are, are fighting even harder through the nonprofit that was established, through a number of other things to be able to kind of keep hold of that intimate, fun family yeah. feel that these businesses have. And honestly, we haven't even really touched base on Kavod Family, the nonprofit, you know, which is going to have a home also within this building for what we get to do through Kavod Family in this, you know, in the community. Yeah, you're one of the board members on Kavod Family. Travis is, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epps is, right? A gentleman, Tom Miller, David Forkner. These guys are a part of it and our wives support us with that. Absolutely. And uh, this podcast that you're listening to is a product of Kavod, Kavod Family. family. And we want to be able to extend that out to where even we would host classes on family, mm-hmm. on marriage, on nutrition and health and counseling, just a number and of exactly, things. A number of different things that families are experiencing that if, again, in any way that we can help, we offer that help. Yeah. You know, and the help is always based on what? Restoring families. Yes. Bringing families back to where they should be. So, well, we've got, I mean, is now a time to tease out one other thing that we got coming up too? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> if, if you've stuck with us for 25 minutes, here's the fun news. This is, this is really cool. <laughs> so, um, Danny, why don't I pitch this one to you? Why don't you throw it out there? Oh, man. How do you, put, how do you even open this up, right? So there is a, uh, a new media outlet, a new newspaper coming to Macon County called Making Sense. I'm trying to find the words right now because I'm like, I'm so excited about this publication that we're getting to partner with. And basically it's going to fall under the, um, under the nonprofit and it's a newspaper, which we're going to have also an online presence in terms of social media, um, website and the information that's going to be coming through this paper. It's going to be so joyful and so, so fruitful. So, um, I guess you can say life-changing as well. I'm beyond excited for the information that's going to be able to be spread through this new publication right now. Yeah. And how did this come about? I mean, Travis, chime in. How did this – what what, what, what created this? Why? Why a newspaper? Uh, this idea to 
to tell a unbiased opinion on what's transpiring in our town, not Democrat, not Republican, none of that. It's literally, this is what the heartbeat of Franklin's going on. This is what's happening with families and community, how we can get involved, how we can love our neighbors better. The same, the same ethos that Kavode family has to restore the family, to transform the community with Jesus at the center of it. I mean, this is a way that we can, another medium to teach through podcasts, it's going to be the same way through a paper. Yeah. And it's and it's to remove all of the different shades and the bias and the opinions and the motives that a normal paper has. That the people negativity. Yeah, the advertisement, the leverage, to, to remove all of that and to just tell the story of Franklin and what's transpiring in Franklin and what God is doing in Franklin. That's that's why we're doing it. And that's kinda how it got placed in my lab and said, Hey, you interested? And we're like, Cool, let's do it. <laughs> let's go. And and this this new paper will have a home on this new building. So this is going to be a free publication. You walk into Ingalls, you go over to the newspaper cart, and there it is. You grab it. Uh, we're going to start out twice a month in the beginning, and hopefully that will grow to where this is a weekly publication that yeah. takes place, right? Yes. We, we have some of the best editors and writers that are already on board and that are a part of this project. It's going to be full, full of stories in the community that are just so uplifting. If you look at so much of what's happening in the media, especially in the last few years here, you know, it's just people have had enough of just the negativity, enough yeah. of just the bad news. I mean, how how do we get to that to where, you know, a newspaper, that's all we're putting in there is just bad news for people. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. You know, I'm, I'm so excited at just all the stories that are going to come through this, that are going to be so uplifting, you know, for people to get, you know, you have to look forward to reading something that's going to put a smile, not just on your face, but on your heart as well. You know what I'm saying? It's just going <laughs> like to be that. amazing. Well, that is exciting, man. There is there is a lot in front of us. If um, if you're a listener to this podcast, Danny Travis, what can they do? Because there's a lot in front of us that we a lot of hurdles that we have to get over in order to get these things launched, and all of this moving quickly. And so, is there is there ways that people can can support this project that's getting built? If you if you live in that community, we're probably going to be coming around in the next week or two and knocking on your doors and talking with you. And yeah, sharing and st- personally who we are. Stay tuned, definitely, um, for the podcast, and just keep up with just as we can. We're going to keep updating everyone as we move forward with this. Um, contact us. Contact Travis over at Kavod Fitness. Contact me over at the Karate Academy. Um, you know, if you anybody has has questions as to like what else we're going to be doing there, if you want more details, but specifically also the people in that community off of Womack Street there and off Garfield Drive, you know, we'd like to come out and come and get to meet everybody there and just kind of really get some input back from you all as well as to what would be helpful for you all in that community as well that we can possibly be able to feed into. Well, if you've uh, if you've been a part of Kavod Fitness or Danny Antoine's place or Kavod Family or any of these things. Please, please, please send in an email just just telling your story and, yes. and how you've been affected by this. If you yes. could write something up, a couple of sentences, a paragraph, we would love to gather and to be able to go to the town and to be able to show 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200, 300 just statements about how families, not just individuals, but families and children's and grandparents have been affected by these businesses. And the, the idea behind that is not everybody knows us. Not everybody knows that we're not just trying to put a big building on here and make money. The idea is so much bigger than business. It's, it's Jesus. It's transforming families. It's renewing, renewing families, transforming communities. 
That's what we're about. And if you guys have experienced that with us, it would it would be a huge help if you guys told that story and just wrote an email. And it doesn't have to sound professional and be grammatically <laughs> correct because I'm terrible at that. But just to tell the story that, no, these guys are for real. They're not about business. They're not about making money. They're about changing families and community. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, we've got so much, so much more coming.